Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 23rd day of April. I'm your host, Paul White. Thanks for joining me today. It's a Saturday. Um, I want to move away from Genesis just for today. I've been, we've been trying to close out our study through Genesis. We had Long Form Friday yesterday. I am going to give you a heads up of what's coming on the podcast tomorrow. I always like to do that for the full length, but I, I want to jump away today because I was just in prayer this morning before we began to record. And as I'm recording, I'm, I'm actually coming off of having preached the sermon that's going to air for you tomorrow. Um, and, and I just still have the, the life of Christ through the resurrection very strong on my heart. I know by the time this airs, we're nearly a week past Easter, but it, I don't think that takes away from the, the importance or the relevance or the excitement for us believers who think about Christ's resurrection. Uh, and so I want to break away today to, to just talk about that for a second. Um, that kind of leads me into what tomorrow's sermon is that I'm going to post for you. Last Sunday morning, I ministered at the Tabernacle of Hope in Westminster, South Carolina. I was invited to, to speak on Easter, and I ministered on Christ is Risen. I actually shared for you on Easter's podcast the text that I was going to use in that sermon, and that's those are the texts we use from Mark 16, 1 Corinthians 15, and Acts 3. We talked about Christ. Uh, Christ is risen. We talked about Christ as the resurrection. And we talked about Christ and his restitution of all things. You can hear this sermon in its entirety. It's about 47, 48 minutes long. It'll post right here wherever you're listening to this podcast. We do two, two pods on Sunday. One is this DDP. The other is that full-length sermon. Watch for Christ is risen. And I think you will be blessed as you go back into this resurrection idea. Once again, I think it's a shame whenever we relegate messages and thoughts and sermons on the resurrection to only Easter. I think it's something that we should circle back to frequently because Christ is our ever-present ongoing resurrection. Well, that got me. I'm still in that mode. So I'm out this morning taking a run and, and just talking to the Father and trying to prepare my heart for the work of the day, which was edit sermons and do podcasts, work on the book a little bit. And I just could not shake this excitement and this thought about the resurrection and the fact that he's alive. And I was struck by a thought I wanted to share with you, and that is that we're all going to die. We're all going to meet the end of our physical journey. We know it's not the end of our journey because we we know that our spirit is eternal in Christ. We have already begun to participate in eternity in that we are in relationship with Him. So we know it's not the end of the journey, but it doesn't alleviate the fact that because we haven't went down that road before, we don't know what it feels like or what to expect. And as believers... Here's a piece of knowledge that we have, but we need reinforced. Jesus went into death in front of us. He knew we were going, he knows that we are going to die, and therefore God became a man to experience natural death 
on behalf of all of us who, as Hebrews said, all of our lifetime have been subject to fear because of death. So Jesus went into death so that he could begin the work of transforming the world. And the first step of that is the first fruits of resurrection, to come out of the grave, to show us that the grave doesn't win. And that led me to this verse today. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 10. It has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Think about the phrase, Christ has abolished death. Now, when we say brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, we don't really struggle with that. We hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we know that it's about the life of God, and we love talking about the immortality part of the gospel message, like, hey, you can live forever. So we don't really struggle with that half. But I'll tell you what, we don't hear a lot of teaching and preaching on the middle of that verse. The appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ who has abolished death. And I think one of the reasons we don't hear a lot of teaching and preaching on that part of the verse is because we know people who have died. And there's a little part of us that goes, well, if Jesus has abolished death, why are people still dying? And maybe we should consider that what the apostle is talking about is not that Jesus has guaranteed that people don't physically die, but that Jesus has conquered death by entering into it in front of us and showing us that there's life on the other side of death. Therefore, death is no longer an ending. It is just a doorway. It is just the curtain that we pass through into the realm of the life and immortality that's been brought to life through the gospel. I'm not sure that 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 this is something that you needed today, but it sure is something that I felt strongly on my heart as I was preparing for my day. And I thought, well, it's not in Genesis, but who cares? <laughs> it's, it's worth talking about for five or six minutes. And I hope it's something you'll chew on today as your weekend unfolds, that you don't have anything to fear Because Christ has stepped into the void, the darkness, the chaos for you to relieve you with the knowledge that he lives on the other side of it. We will get back to the Genesis account. We're going to try to close that thing up in this next week. We'll do that tomorrow. See you then. God bless.